helping people cope with and overcome life's challenges. This is Life Transformations with Michael Hart, Canadian Certified Counselor and Award-Winning Psychotherapist. Hi, this is Michael Hart of Elam Counseling Services, and I want to welcome you to this episode of the Life Transformation Radio Show. Today we have another interesting show lined up for you. Today's show is part two in the gaslighting series. Gaslighting is a form of psychological abuse, and last week we outlined what gaslighting was, and today's show is going to be uh, predominantly about uh, how to get over it, how to overcome gaslighting, or what you can do if you're experiencing gaslighting. So stay tuned. It's going to be very helpful if, if you have listened to part one and you have identified that you might be going through it, or maybe you know a friend who is going through it. This is going to be very helpful for you to be able to help your friend. But before I get into today's show, let me welcome those of you who are joining us again and, and, and have been regular listeners. For those of you who are new, just a reminder or a notification that we are on every Monday morning at 9.30 a.m. So if this is your first time, we invite you to tune in again next week when we'll have another interesting show lined up for you. But before I go into the rest of uh, today's show, let me welcome my host, Melissa Wagat. Welcome, Melissa. Thanks so much, much, Michael, for having me back. And at this time, we also like to remind our listeners who may not know about Elam Counseling Ministry, who we are and what we're about. So I'm going to be a bit lazy here, Michael, and throw it all back on you just to give us a reminder uh, for those who maybe never heard of Elam before what this ministry is all about what kind of services we offer and how they can get in touch with us if they'd like to that's a nice way of telling me that I messed up my lines Melissa that I omitted what I need to say you're so polished right and, <laughs> I what, what, did I, what did I do without see, you see I don't throw you under the bus <laughs> okay so so confession I forgot to give the the information about our contact number so if, you, if you're new to Elam or if this is your first time listening, you can contact us by going to 613-69, by calling 613-699-1677 or by visiting our website at elimcounselingministry.com. Elim is spelled E-L-I-M, counseling with two L's, ministry.com. We also have uh, a all the podcasts of past shows on our website. So if you have missed, if this is your first time or you have missed an episode, you can go to our website and listen to the podcasts of past shows. We have over 150 past episodes and various topics, couple-related issue, mental health issues. And so you will be sure to find something on the site that can assist you in whatever it is that you are going through. We also invite you to interact with us on our Facebook page. We'd be happy to hear how you feel about this show or any other show and for you to converse with others on our Facebook page. So again, thank you very much for joining us and uh, we thank you for being a part of this broadcast. And before we get into part two of our Gaslighting series, we want to give our listeners a reminder of a special event that we've been highlighting the past few weeks and that is the Healing Retreat coming up June 9th to 11th in Lanark at Providence Point. You've described this as an emotional healing retreat. Why is this important for people to consider? 
Well, I think there are a lot of people who are hurting because of misfortunes that they have had in life, uh, things that have happened to them in their childhood as well, losses that they have suffered, and maybe just going through hardship or problems in relationships. And so a retreat like this is a, it's a time to, to heal it's a, it's a time to reflect on your circumstances, to pray, to be, to be with God and to support and have others around you to support you. As I said, this is just a small group and we are, we are aiming to have just 12 people at the, at this, 12 guests at this retreat. So it's a very small, intimate set in which over the course of that weekend from June 9th to 11, there will be individual ministry time. People will be prayed over and ministered to. And uh, there there will be emotional healing that will take place. But there's also the possibility of physical healing because, as I have said in past broadcasts, when we take care of the emotional stuff, oftentimes the physical healing takes place. I've had people who have come in to see me and they have been on medication for years. Some of these uh, individuals, uh, the doctors have not been able to diagnose what's wrong with them, but they have been suffering from in, uh, intense pain and they had uh, symptoms that were causing them discomfort. And by dealing with the emotional issues in their life, sometimes you find that these these symptoms, these physical symptoms go away as well. So if you're listening and you're, you are going through a situation that's hard for you, or maybe you have pain and aches that you can seem to get a cure for, this might be a good thing for you to come and to investigate whether or not there are your psychological reasons or emotional reasons behind what you're going through. So signing up for this retreat is very easy. All you need to do is go to our website at elamcounselingministry.com and all the registration information will be outlined for you there. You can also give us a call at 613-699-1677. Another important thing we want to highlight to you is the fact that Elam Counseling Ministries is a nonprofit organization, and much of the work that we do through our counseling services is actually offered at subsidized rate because we really have come to know over the years that many of the people who need counseling and our services the most, unfortunately, are not in a financial situation to afford typical rates. So much of the services are offered on a sliding scale. Uh, we do have uh, insurance coverage options for people as well, but we do try to um, meet people where their needs and financial means are at. We also... Uh, as a, as a result of that, as we encourage you, if you have been blessed by this radio show or through the services of Elam, with that you would consider making a financial donation for people who may need counseling services in the future, or for just keeping this radio show on air week after week. We really um, feel blessed through the people who have donated to us in the past. As mentioned, we are a nonprofit organization, so receipts can be made. But if this is something you feel led to do, please give us a call at 613-699-1677. Every little bit helps. So today is part two of our gaslighting series. For people who maybe missed part one and have no idea what gaslighting is, for the for the sake of them and hearing the rest of the show, can you briefly tell us what gaslighting is all about so they know where we're starting from? Well, so, uh, gaslighting is a form of psychological abuse in which uh, the facts or the reality of a situation is twisted 
or are there a selective omission of certain parts of the information uh, that 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 cause the reality to be seen or to present the reality of what happened in in a way that brings victim to the person who is do brings uh, benefit I should say to the person who is twisting or omitting the information so they this might cause the victim in this in the circumstance to start doubting their own memory or did you really see me do that and if this is said in a convincing way or facts details of the situation is omitted or twisted in favor of the abuser the victims will start doubting their memory or their perception and sadly enough at times even their sanity i've had people who have come in that have said you know i feel like i'm going crazy because i know that i saw him at that place with 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 someone i saw him there i saw him at that in that apartment going into that apartment and i know he had no business there when i confronted him about it what he was doing there he said that you didn't see me it wasn't me and you know people who are who are in relationships where the reality of what is happening is always being twisted or they are made to doubt what they are seeing that's a form of psychological abuse and this can lead to to very serious consequence in in the long run uh, we talked last week about some of the the harmful effects and i said this can lead to anxiety depression and even a, a nervous breakdown so it's very important that if you're in a situation where you think you might be be suffering from gaslighting or that form of psychological abuse make sure that you listen to this this part 2 series last week episode and this week episode and make sure that if you can identify with any of those things that we talked about last week that you give us a call at 6136991677 so that we can help mm-hmm. you walk through that so we ended last week's show talking about what type of people gaslight and as we were wrapping up last week's show the question that came to my mind is do people who gaslight actually know that they're doing this is this an intentional act that they are perpetrating on their victims well i think they they sometimes knowing can take place at a subconscious level so these people might not have set out to say well i am going to uh manipulate my way out of this situation or to make my spouse doubt that she really saw me but i think some of this behavior is learned from an early age in life so people who who gaslight they may have developed this 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 ability to lie and to misrepresent facts as a child and realize that when they did that they they got off punishment or they they were they were looked up to by others because when they rep- misrepresent facts they were held in higher esteem and so because of the rewards that they have gotten from it throughout life after a while it, it happens without them even thinking about it and so it's quite possible that at some level they might not even be intentionally doing it it just comes naturally without even thinking about it but there are others who have uh, who, who revert to this kind of tactics because they realize that they are caught in a situation and they have learned they have become very skillful 
of twisting facts, of omitting information to get out of circumstances. And so when they are caught in those situations, they automatically reverse to to gaslighting behavior. And they really take that that spotlight off themselves, as we talked about last week. Yes. So if people did tune into last week's show and we went through the different feelings someone who's been gaslighted may be experiencing, and we, as we described some of the tactics that these individuals who do the gaslighting um, utilize to gain control of their victims, if they said, oh my goodness, I am going through this, this is totally me or this is someone I know, what can they do to stop this cycle and to hopefully come out of it. I'm so happy that we are we are doing this 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 part of the series because I think there there are some very important steps that can be taken. And one of the first step I think you should do if you're in a situation where there is gaslighting taking place, maybe there is a, a record or over there is a history of this person, the nine things that have proven to be true in the long run. So if you if you have passed a uh, past record of a person saying, it wasn't me, I didn't do that. And then over a period of time, the facts have shown that, yes, did, did this in fact happen? For example, they may have denied, denied, denied that they withdrew money from a credit card. And then eventually all the facts were presented to say, yes, you did take this money out of the credit card. And yes, you were at such and such a place. It's good to keep a record of those past past uh past records of gaslighting because what this does this help you to be able to look at a written record and to say this did happen on such a date i am not going crazy and if these things did happen and i have these 10 past examples of where you have lied to me and have even sworn on the bible that these things weren't taking place and yet i found out later that it was happening then chances are it is happening again so it's important to keep a detailed record of dates and and uh events to 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 Verify to yourself that you are, in fact, dealing with something that is happening to you and that you're not imagining that it's happening. And I think that's very important that you bring it up because we talked about this last week where people who are gaslighting, even when confronted with black and white proof that they did something that you're accusing them of, they'll still deny it at times. So having that proof for yourself is probably a little bit reassuring that you aren't going crazy as they may be trying to lead you to believe. Right. And I think it's important to to uh, be aware of low blow tactics, right? Because one of the things that gaslighters do is when you start pointing out the chink in their armor, when you start pointing out that they're in fact making things up or that they're they're omitting things to make you feel as if your perception of reality is not right. They will engage in low blow tactics. They will say things like, oh, it's your depression. It's because you are depressed. That's why, that's why you're thinking about the situation like that. Or those medication, that medication that you're taking. Or your mom had bipolar. And so maybe because of that, it's affecting you. And these low blow tactics, if you are not confident in yourself, 
and to know that this is what is taking place, then you can start thinking, yeah, maybe it's my depression. Maybe there's something wrong with me. Maybe it's my mental illness. Maybe it's the, it's the medication that I am taking that is making me perceive things in this incorrect way way. So be very aware. One of the, you have just asked me what are some of the, the things that you can do if, if, you are, if you are experiencing gaslighting. One of the, the, the very important step is to be aware of low blow tactics because if you can be aware of these tactics when it starts happening then you can say yes I remember Michael talking about low blow tactics so I don't need to start doubting myself and start feeling that there is anything wrong with me because this person is just throwing up those things as a smoke screen to make me doubt myself. If you've just joined us, you're listening to the Life Transformation Radio Show. And today we're talking about the psychological abuse tactic called gaslighting. It's actually part two of a two-part series. And if you've missed the first part of this show or the first part of this series, we encourage you to check out our website at elamcounselingministry.com. Elam is spelled E-L-I-M, counseling with two L's, ministry.com. While you're there, you can also check out our other resources and past podcasts. We also encourage you while you're on our website to look up our healing retreat, which we are hosting on the weekend of June 9th to 11th in Lanark. There you'll find information about the retreat as well as how you can sign up for the 12 spots that we have available. If you prefer, however, we do have a phone number where you can contact us at 613-699-1677. We'd love to hear your feedback about this show as well as topics you'd like us to cover in future. So, Michael, today we're really focusing on the strategies people can take if they have identified that they're being a victim of gaslighting and the steps they can take to hopefully get through and um, overcome the situation. So, first off at the top, you talked about getting concrete evidence to confirm the fact that you're not losing it, that you are indeed having someone try to deceive you. After you've established that people are trying to mislead you and gas are gaslighting you potentially, what should you do from there? Well, I think it's very important for you to self-care. One of the very important steps is to make sure that you are not becoming ill as a result of this gaslighting because as I said before in the show it takes its toll on you and it can lead to depression and even a nervous breakdown. So by self-caring you can do things like just meditating on the Word of God, reading reading the Word of God, praying, just asking God for guidance in dealing with these lies that are affecting your relationship. Because if you don't self-care, you're going to be, to be falling victim more and more to the gaslighting. Because as you become mentally unwell because of, of this psychological abuse, you will get to a stage where eventually you don't know what's factual and what's not. So if you look at it, I think there is a spiritual battle that is going on. There is darkness versus light. And this person who is gaslighting, what it actually is, is a form of lying. And the Bible speaks so strongly about lying and deception. So I think it's very important to battle that on in the spiritual realm as well. So you self-care, you do things like taking care of yourself, making sure that you 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 eat you're eating properly, that you're that you're exercising, uh, spend time meditating 
on the Word of God. Spend time in prayer. And by by doing these things, you're giving yourself a better chance to, to fight this evil of gaslighting that comes into your relationship. And when we are talking about fighting this on the spiritual realm, another strategy that I don't hear mentioned in a lot of this uh, the, the psychological literature, and I'm not surprised because they're not looking at it from a spiritual perspective, but I think you need to begin to pray against the spiritual forces that are wreaking this kind of havoc in your relationship. Because the Bible tells us that we are wrestling not just against flesh and blood, but we are wrestling against principalities and powers, and that we are wrestling against spiritual wickedness in in high places. So when someone begins to gaslight and to begins to conceal truth, we recognize that they're acting in a way that is is sinful according to what the Bible says, and that they're they're actually making up lies and stories to deceive and to get their own way. So we there is a sense in which, yes, we need to do these psychological things that we are going to be talking about or have talked about, but it's also very important to fight the battle in the spiritual realm and begin to pray for that person, pray against the spirit that is wreaking havoc in your relationship. Are there other principles outlined in the Bible that people can employ to help fight this um, gaslighting that could be going on in their relationship? That's such a good question, Melissa, because I, I think the Bible is full of wisdom. And I think one of the ways in which you can fight gaslighting is by abiding to the Matthew 18 principle, where in Matthew 18, it talks about if your brother be overtaken in a fault, that you should go to your brother and show him his fault. So we talked earlier on about keeping a record of what's going on. So after you have kept that record, if if you see this happening over and over, you might want to sit with your partner and to say, look, this is actually happening. We have this record here of you making things up, of you omitting things, of you saying you were in certain places when in fact you were. And these are the dates, these are the times, these are the visa bills that have accumulated and that you denied that you were spending. And have a talk with your brother. But the Matthew 18 principle goes a step further. The Matthew 18 principle says that you bring two or three witnesses into the equation. So this is where I think if if you feel that you're being manipulated over and over again, and this person that you're with is so charming and loving in the church, but you have these records of, of, of lies and manipulation, it will be necessary at some point to preserve your, your sanity, to preserve your family, to preserve your relationship, and even to save that person and to save yourself emotionally, it might be necessary to bring these witnesses in. And so the Bible says, so that everything can be established in the presence of two or three witnesses. So this is where you bring people in. You let them know that I, I can't live like this anymore. I can't keep this a secret anymore. I need help and I'm going to be reaching out to people in our congregation. And you might need help to do this because this might be a big step. But I think it's very, very important step that Matthew 18 talks about. So you bring others in the equation and you begin to 
to establish in the presence of these witnesses all that you have been been suffering. And I think it's at this stage that when things are exposed that many people who are gaslighting uh, seeks to, to get help. And so what encouraging words or hope could you give to someone who maybe in the beginning phases of discovering that they're experiencing gaslighting, they may be just starting to collect that record that things could get better. How can they sort of last through this process and endure it so hopefully they can get to that place where that gaslighter says the the scales fall off the eyes and they see what they're doing and they repent and say, you're right. Well, I think it begins with a mindset because the the people who are gaslighting, I think many of these people fall into a pattern where they start seeing themselves as a victim, where they are the victim, the abuser has all the power, everything that the abuser said is trusted. And because of this psychological manipulation, where you start seeing yourself as being uh, subject to this person and feeling not strong enough to challenge or to assert yourself. So I say one of the, 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 the most the, the, the most profound things that need to happen. You need to have that prayer and just ask God to remove you from that victim mindset where you now see yourself as being a person who can deal with this, with the, with the person who is gaslighting you and you're dealing with them from a position of authority because the Bible tells us that God has given us authority and power. And if you can have that change of mindset, then I think this, this is one of the biggest steps to self-preservation that is going to help to get you out of that situation. But you might not be able to do this alone. Because even before you get to that step, you asked me about how you get to that step of, you know, bringing others into it. You might not be able to do that alone. You might need to have a support group of friends around you where you can start sharing with your friends and telling them, what's going on in your household but be prepared if the if your gaslighting partner knows that you're going out with others or you're talking with others they're going to start to find ways to make you feel as if you're doing something wrong and they will spiritualize it they will make you second guess yourself if you don't take your that that change that mindset where you're under their spell you will start feeling you yeah, maybe i am self-indulgent by going out for a coffee with my girlfriends they will twist it to make it seem as if you're taking time away from the relationship and if you really loved me you would be spending more time with me even in fact that they might never be at home when you want to spend time with them this is how good they are at twisting things so it's important Important for you not to isolate, but for you to, to to support yourself, surround yourself with others that can help you uh, get through and cope with the manipulation that you are going through. And the sense I really got as you were describing that there is there really is that need to realize that you as the victim are not the problem. There's mm -hmm. nothing wrong with you that is causing this. It's the individual who is abu uh, contributing to the abuse. 
Absolutely. And so I think that's, that's an important realization to come to because a lot of time, because you've been in this, a person have been in this situation for many years, they come to a point where they, they doubt themselves, they doubt that what they're seeing is real, and they see themselves as being inferior. But with prayer and with the right kind of coping and putting in place these things that we have talked about in this show, you can raise yourself to a position where you become more assertive and with the support of others that will help you you become more assertive where you deal with this this cancer of gaslighting that is affecting your relationship so melissa we have come to the end of today's show and so i want to thank you very much for listening to this episode of the life transformation show this is part two uh, of, this, of this series so if you have missed part one you can go to our website and be sure to listen to to part one of psychological abuse uh, gaslighting which is a form of psychological abuse so until next time this is your host Michael Hart of Elam Counting Services and Melissa Waggett praying that God would bless you in all your relationships and keep you sound in mind and pure in heart mm-hmm.